Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hello Hey Market. My name is Elise Hill Nice. And I'm Daniel Nice. And in today's episode, we are going over working with your partner. Absolutely. What that's like, what to expect if you're, you know, thinking about going into business with your partner, and just, you know, overall the life, uh, what's it called, uh, business, personal balance. What's the actual? Work-life balance. Yeah, that one. (laughs) That's the term. So what comes to mind for me, the way I usually explain it to people, is that she's marketing, I'm sales, and everything else gets farmed out to uh, the rest of our team, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And that's not to say that our team doesn't do any marketing or sales. We have an ISA department. ISA stands for Inside Sales Agent. So we do have people who do set appointments for us sometimes. And we also have an entire marketing department uh, inside of CASA. Uh, But beyond that, you know, we want to take responsibility for generating our own business. And so the way we've internally uh, set it up is that anything that's front facing for a client I tend to do and anything that's more back end she tries to do yeah so that'll include anything with the podcast as far as like editing recording um, any equipment managing stuff like that but also as far as like you know the real estate business it's the all the contract work it's the scheduling it is to play into the lifestyle that we want to have where I have to go hunt and she gets to be the homemaker by restricting what she does to things that can be done at any time as long as it gets done eventually right they're not time sensitive it allows her to have the flexibility to do what needs to be done at home right we are trying to grow a family we're trying to have kids we're trying to have a sort of an almost traditional kind of uh, home life in a way I feel like that's definitely what I was looking for when I was looking for a partner is that I don't want to be the breadwinner. I want to be the one who stays at home, raises the family, and like all these kinds of things while, you know, also being able to do something creative, no matter what kind of field, you know, that ends up being. But that's definitely what I was looking for. Yeah, that was one of the things that I noticed early on with her was that when I was dating her that she would create vlogs for us together. And so I always knew that there was going to be a creative outlet where she would feel a sense of meaning to her work uh, if she was allowed to exercise those creative juices. And so I think what we settled on was a system where, again, if she's focused on the marketing elements, she's able to add her creative touch. She's able to do it at a time of her choosing. That way, if there's a particular piece of work that she wants to spend more time on to make it higher quality, she has the freedom to do that. Or if there's something that she's less interested in, maybe she could kind of streamline that. Yeah, and Um, I feel like that also works with my personality where it's like, I don't like being rushed to do things. I definitely take my time with um, whatever it is that I'm working on. And I feel like that's where it helps with us because the tasks that I'm responsible for that, you know, are, are are my job and my part of the business, it's, it is that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and on top of that, there's just a lot of um, complementary skills here, things that I have a background in that she doesn't and, and vice versa. So, for example, everything to do with the production of this podcast, I don't know what camera to get. I don't know what settings to use. I don't know how to use a video editor. That All of that is her. Whereas when it comes time to negotiate with the other side or to engage in some sales tactics, that's something that I do have a background and experience with. Yeah, or anything to do with math. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and <laughs> or so, English, honestly. So, Elise, what's a what's a typical day in our week uh, look like? 
because I know for me, I wake up and I reference my calendar if I'm if I'm doing like I should. I'll, I'll look at my calendar to see what are my appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually uh, you will have already arranged my entire day for me in advance, right? Yeah. Do you mean like day by day, like Monday, what's the tasks, what Tuesday? Yeah, like what are the sorts of things that we actually do as realtors? Well, there's a lot. It's a yeah. very broad, um, I well, guess. Well, how about I, I describe what I think a day looks like and then you fill in the blanks and correct me, right? Because okay. the way I think about it, I wake up and the first three hours of the day are typically lead gen, right? And by lead gen, that means reaching out and reminding people that I'm in real estate. And that would be me either picking up the phone or writing an email or sending a text, but some way of contacting people to try to move whatever it is that they're doing forward. And sometimes that means it's an existing client and I'm trying to find them a property off market, or I'm analyzing a deal for one of my investor clients, or it could be as simple as calling my sphere of influence to invite them to an event that we have coming up, right? So for example, yesterday I spent three hours inviting people in our database to come out to our free movie event where we're gonna be having a bit of a party at Bar Louie, we're gonna be uh, paying for all kinds of like, you know, hors d'oeuvres, drinks, uh, and then we're also giving out the free movie tickets next door. So mm-hmm. um, so that's a, a great value-add way of reaching out to our uh, the people we care about and, and giving them something, mm-hmm. right? So for my day, what you, what it oh. usually, uh, sorry, we're no, I'm nowhere that. near, don't, that got the first three hours and then. <laughs> I was gonna go for my first three hours. All right, what does your first three hours look my like? My first three hours are usually I set up the, e- I, I have my dual screen, so, cause I need to have both. But on one of my screens, it's just the emails. I'm monitoring anything that comes in to Daniel's emails. And if it's anything that's related to the client, such as like a transaction that's going on, I'll read through it if it, anything needs to be done. If it's something that I can do that doesn't require reaching out to the clients or anything like that, I will typically do that. Um, just monitoring emails pretty much. And then on the Which other is screen. a full-time job, my God. For those of you who who have no frame of reference, it's like hundreds of emails per day. Yeah, but like definitely sorting through the emails and making sure that if it's important that I keep it, you know, unread. That way, whenever you open your phone, it's like right there so you can look at it. Otherwise, like I do it, I delete it, you know, whatever needs to be done. Um, So that's on one monitor. And then on the other monitor, it's anything that has to do with like the social media stuff. So any of the podcasts that needs to be edited or if I have to do any of the graphics or anything like that, that's on my other screen. And that's pretty much, I guess, my first three hours of the day. Yeah. So then after the lead gen time is expired, you know, we might get some food or, or something, be a good, you know, come home, give a her a, give her a kiss on the cheek, on the lips, say, I love you, baby. And then I look at my calendar and I see that I have a ton of showings scheduled. Um, and so I get in the car and I start driving out to all the different appointments that will be uh, scheduled for all of our different clients. Uh, sometimes I schedule them, sometimes she schedules them. Uh, on days where we have a lot of clients, typically in I'd say the, the spring and in the fall, right, is when we're busiest, we have yeah. the highest activity level in the market. On days like those, my day is already scheduled and. I may not even know where I'm going until she tells me because she's had the map drawn out. She knows how long it's going to take to get from point A to point B. Yeah. And I, I go to the appointments. I meet the clients, right? We have the belly to belly. I'm listening to their concerns. I'm giving them advice. I'm coaching them and consulting with them. And uh, for, for any house that's like an eight out of 10 or better, you know, something that they're taking very seriously, 
Uh, I handle all of the conversations involved with, okay, well, do we want to write an offer? What kind of protections will you have if you decide to back out? You know, how can we make this offer more competitive if we think we need to do that? And we're talking to the lenders, we're talking to the listing agents of these houses. If, you know, if I'm representing a buyer, I got to communicate to find out, are there any competing offers? And then once I have um, all the information I need, I, I write it down in notes and I text it to Elise so she can get the paperwork done. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so pretty much after those first three hours and after lunch, I'm, I'm on standby. Like, whatever needs to happen. Like, if Daniel's like, hey, I need these... Um, these showings booked and, and set in my calendar, or hey, I, I made these appointments, so I have to put them in the calendar for him. That way, whenever he does go yep. to a place, he just has to pull up his calendar, click on the location, and then press directions, and then it takes him away. And and it's important, actually, that she mentions that she's on standby, because getting it into my calendar is uh, critical, because we are not the only two people. There's also the ISA department yeah. on our team and they will book appointments for us. And if they see a gap in the calendar, they will fill it. Yeah. And so in, to avoid double booking myself, it's critical that the calendar be treated as kind of sacrosanct. Yeah, so um, yeah. So again, on standby, if anything needs to be scheduled, I schedule them, I add them to the calendar and stuff like that. Again, Daniel mentioned if he has a contract that needs to be written, mm -hmm. I'm right there so I can get the signatures or the the DocuSign sent out to the clients, that way they can get the signatures and I can submit almost right away. Um, this way there's not a delay. It, it's so critical, you know, speed is important. If, if you take, it, like if you're a solo agent and you're spending your whole day showing properties to, to like a five or six clients, as I, ha as I do, and then you get home at the end of the night, eight or nine o'clock, Everyone wants to go to bed. No one wants to stay up late and talk to you about the offer and write it and then have, you know, it takes a good hour to negotiate and then it takes another hour to get it written up and then you got to submit it. And by the time you do all that, the house is gone. Somebody else bought it. Yeah. Right? Especially in a, in a competitive moment like the spring or the fall. What's the phrase time? Time is money? No, time breaks all deals, or what is that? Time phrase? kills all deals. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, and so our, our typical flow, the way we're able to get so many buyers under contract, is that we have the converse, I have the conversation with the client right away, as soon as physically possible. And sometimes I'm doing that while I'm driving between appointments. Um, and then once I have those notes, the cliff notes done, I send those to Elise and she can spend the hour to get everything done immediately. So we can truly be in two places at once yeah. and get everything done on time. And I feel like this was definitely critical. Um, what was it? 2021? 20, 2021 was the insane market. Yeah, it was definitely critical then because at that point it wasn't just Daniel going to do showings. I had to go yeah, on the road and too. do showings too. Because we were that busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So after that's done, um, hopefully our goal every day is to be done by seven so we can be home and spend some together time. Right? Which doesn't normally happen. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. But there, there are also days where, you know, nothing's scheduled. Yeah. You it, can it, have the low time, too. It's yeah, a very it, seasonal business. What we've described today is like a very scheduled and hectic day mm -hmm. they're not all like that like some days yeah. you know you're just in woodbridge for one showing and then you come home and then that's it you know yeah. it's it definitely varies it's not really a scheduled or it's not a rigid 
Um, you have to be flexible in this business, yeah. right? So the way we described it is is typical, um, but it's not every day. Uh, so two examples of other things that are really consistent but are not actually um, like an everyday experience would be our Tuesdays. Every Tuesday's got a pretty set schedule for it and uh, the weekends. So let's talk about the Tuesdays first. Why is Tuesday different? Tuesdays are very different because that's the day where we dedicate our whole day pretty much Mm -hmm. coming to the office in Reston and we film all of our podcasts. Now, again, we're expecting, so we've been like doubling up our- um, Recording. Yeah, our recording. And so, for example, today we have three people and this is our fourth. And we're actually gonna have a fifth one that's gonna pop in any minute we gotta be ready for. Yeah, so this whole day has been recording just to you know prepare us for when little baby does come out and yeah. I we can't come in as often. Yeah, so Tuesdays, uh, I'd say it begins with, uh, obviously every day starts with going to the gym. Before lead gen, before anything, you wake up, you go to the gym. Um, we after try. we go to the gym, we, we get in the car and we come out to, to rest and come to our office, our brokerage, and that's where we, uh, we if, if we have an appointment before our team meeting, we'll do that record a podcast then we'll go to our team meeting you know participate with everybody run over the numbers and the stats kind of see a little bit of friendly competition who's in first place who's in second place who's in 20th place right uh coaching opportunity masterminding opportunity you know so and so closed three deals great how'd you source them what happened were there any challenges kind of let everybody learn through osmosis of what everyone else is doing um and then after the meeting we have another podcast set yeah. up right that way we're getting a lot Sometimes of recording one, in. mostly two yeah and uh and then we stick around and we participate in the grid there's also a lot of networking we do on tuesdays tuesday is a big networking day for us not anyone who doesn't know what grid is grid is a real estate investor meetup group and it's a great opportunity to come and expand your network and to meet other like-minded individuals because you need to know a good plumber someone who does tax, someone who does legal, someone who understands how to help you execute on a a, a title challenge, right? You're gonna need to know the right people so that way when you face a challenge, uh, you know who to call. And that's a great environment to do it in. Also, you don't know what you don't know. So if you show up and someone blows your mind with a story about something crazy that they're doing, you never would have known about it if you didn't show up. Uh, I'll give you an example of the last one. Uh, someone was talking to me about how they, and a lot of people talk about how they flip houses. This person was flipping horses. <laughs> they bought some land and they're using it to flip horses and it's wild, uh, the kinds of strategies you can run into. So It's wild because it's horses, but in shh. That's great. <laughs> if only we could reach the little button that lets us actually play that for yeah. real. <laughs> um, but so, so that's, yeah, that's kind of what happens on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. The other day was, uh, usually weekends, Saturday, Sundays. Mm-hmm. And how do those usually go differently? Uh, those usually go differently because those are when open houses occur. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to do like what four in a day. <laughs> Three. We used to do well. No, <laughs> no, no the no. most we ever did was six. Where I did three and she did three. Yeah. That was the most we ever did. You know, we could fit in like fifteen or more in you know per A week. week. <laughs> yeah, but then rules change so we're definitely limited now yeah not a, we don't have as much access now but we, we could we could probably get those numbers back up again if we really wanted to. yeah if we really tried to however it is just you though doing the open houses now because 
I'm yeah, pregnant. yeah, we don't um, we don't need her getting out there like that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, open houses and typically uh, when I'm focused on it and I'm trying hard to, to hit a lot of open houses, usually what I'll do is I'll go uh, from ten to twelve. And then I'll spend an hour driving, and then I'll go from one to three, spend an hour driving, and then go from four to six, and that's how I hit three open houses in a day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the whole time, I'm meeting people, getting their information. If there's a way that I can help them, we set up another appointment, and then Elise helps me get that scheduled, and also reporting all the back-end administrative stuff to in order to coordinate with the rest of our team yeah so with all of this work planning and scheduling i I bet your question is how do you have time for family or friends we have to schedule those in yeah (laughs) and in advance it's kind of like if you're at your regular corporate job and you need to request a day off uh, I go to my wife and I request a day off. <laughs> yeah, I say, Elise, can you, can you, do we have room for this? Do we have time for this? Anytime anyone asks me, hey, when can we do this? I just look at Elise. I'm like, ask the boss. Yeah, it's, we're, we're <laughs> definitely wants- going into a different type of a topic. Um, but still going, staying with the topic of working with your partner, it's, if Daniel wanted to like schedule something with his boys or like a family event or something like that, we like to at least it's it's weird because it's like two spectrums it's like we either know way in advance like a month or a couple weeks beforehand or we know that week because usually that if it's that week we can tell okay we do have a time you know a free time during this day at this time we can you know do that or you know we can't do that because we have showings and you're in Woodbridge or Bealton or whatever and if it's in if it's way in advance we can be like okay we can make sure that we're not scheduling anything for this day yeah yeah it's one of the blessings really of having the setup the way we do as partners because if it if I'm the one having an event she's still on call to service a client if needed and vice versa but if we're both participating at like a family event even then like Usually we don't have to step away, but if it's an emergency and we really are needed to discuss a house before it disappears in three hours, <laughs> something like that, um, at least we can split the work. I can do half, she can do half, because I'll, I'll deal with the pieces facing the client, she can deal with the paperwork, and then uh, between the two of us, we get it done twice as fast. Yeah, while still having time for family. Right. Or friends, whatever well, the, the, the point is. being, you know, it's uh, it's far less of a burden because it's shared. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. I guess, do you want to shout out some tips as far as like <laughs> how to work with your partner, how well? Yeah, how to I work mean, well? it, it comes down to mutual respect and setting boundaries. There needs to be a lot of respect for the partner. Yes. All right, you are not their boss, but at the same token they are accountable to you and you need to have agreement on what that accountability is and if you lack either of those two things if you lack respect or if you lack accountability it's not working and you'd be better off ending it immediately and finding a different arrangement yeah i think my tip would definitely be to play to play to your strengths like i said daniel does really well talking with clients and dealing with numbers and stuff like that i do really well as far as like scheduling mapping things out and creative stuff yeah kind of bigger picture getting it all organized 
it's almost like if you've read the book Rocket Fuel, you have the uh, the visionary and you have the the integrator. I'm not sure if I'm using the correct terms there. It's been a while since I've read the book, but you know, uh, it's important to have someone who actually gets the work done, right? Mm -hmm. I can discuss everything until I'm blue in the face, but I need someone who's actually going to go get the paperwork done because by the time I'm done talking, I'm tired, <laughs> you know, and I need yeah. a little help to just get it executed. So that's one of the things that we do well together. But yeah, I think those are definitely two really big and broad like tips as far as like working with your partner is just having that respect and ex respecting each other's boundaries. Respect and accountability. And accountability because right. I have things that I'm I should be held accountable for and he's relying on me to hold him accountable for the things that he needs to be held accountable to for. Yeah. Yeah, it, it only works if you have complementary skills, meaning I can't do what she does and she can't do what I do. But if we're agreeing to go into business together, then that's a big investment of time and energy that you are making on the promise that your partner will show up. Yeah. And if they don't show up, then the bleed over effect is going to ruin the, 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 the relationship Yeah. beyond just the business. It'll ruin the relationship on top of it. So that's why it's so critical that you, you have the respect and the accountability. And if either of those pieces are missing, end that arrangement and find a different solution. I will say real <laughs> quick on the topic of that is the just just the whole um, the bleeding of the personal life and business life yeah. is if you guys are on a date, it should be a date, not talking about work. Yeah, <laughs> which is hard to do because if you spend all day working, well, what else are you going to talk about, right? Most husband and wives who are from different industries can share their work and talk about their day because yeah. it's news. But if we've both been keeping track of everything, what's there to talk about? So one of the things that we try to do in order to combat that is that we talk about our different families, right? How's your mom? How's your sister? How's your whatever, right? And we also try to set up events that are unrelated to one another where like I'll hang out with my guys she'll hang out with some of her girls or her family her cousins right kind of plan a trip those are the sort of things that I think have a lot of value because then when you reunite you have something new to share and discuss I think a part of it too is sharing experiences with each other or mm -hmm. doing an activity with each other that way it's not just talking about work because work is going to come up regardless even if you say we're not going to talk about work it's going to come up absolutely but if you're doing something else like if we're if we could play a board game or do an escape room or like something like that that kind of like yeah we're not working right now like this is actual like yeah. play time and work-life balance is not going to be a perfect average there's going to be days where you work and you just accept that that's what it's going to be from sunup to sundown and then you're going to have days where you're going to not work at all the whole day right yeah. and same thing when you talk about weeks or months depending upon the season it's a very seasonal business yeah but that's it for our episode and thank you guys for watching and Absolutely. we'll see you at the next one bye guys